most of the people that I'm, you know, that I'm more around or live by or talk to more um, don't really have a lot of memory about her or stories or um, well, they didn't know her like. personally very well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I was, and everybody I talked to, I just thought it would be interesting to talk to different people in the family and try to get, um, to get different stories about her and kind of figure out what she was like. And everybody says that you knew her best, so I didn't know that everybody I talked to tells me that I should call you and ask you because you you knew her best. Okay. Yeah, I knew. I knew her best when I became a after I became a Christian. I didn't I didn't know I knew her spiritually after I became a Christian. I knew hers. Yeah, and Alice, so your uh your grandma and I um were the youngest of the four. Now she she knew John and Jane best cuz she was only about 6 years older than John, my brother. And so they sort of grew up being friends from the time they were kids, and so they knew her best as a as a interesting, fun aunt because she uh, was close to their age, and they were fascinated by uh, the things that she was doing as she got older. And she wrote her first. Uh, she published her first book when she was about 21, and she wrote it when she was 18, and she dedicated it to my brother, and uh, that, start, that started her her um, life's work of writing and publishing, and um, the first books that she wrote and published uh, were for boys, and she took the name Andre Norton because she didn't want a woman's name writing. Uh, they wouldn't sell good uh, for boys, and that's actually who she wrote for were young boys, teenagers. And so she oh. took the name Andre instead of Alice. Her name was okay. actually Mary Alice. But do you remember? What? Oh, so, sorry. Um, what was? Do you remember what her first book was? Yeah, it was The Prince Commands. Oh, okay. And okay. Uh, she took two, she did two, I think she did three names, but the I only heard of two of them. The other one was Andrew North, and, and, and she took these two names as pen names, so her books would sell to teenage boys. And she wrote for many, many years, um, a sort of a historical, mythical, adventure books for boys and then she got into um science fiction when that became popular and then she got into the witchcraft and she wrote some books for young kids uh but the ones that she really made a name for herself um especially today are the Witch World series that she wrote. And um, she wrote quite a few. I don't know how many in that. I looked that up um, a few weeks ago. I was looking at some of her work. There is a used bookstore we have here, and they have, 
I mean, book after book by her. And so I was looking up that, and it looked like the Witch World series, I, there was well over 10. I want to say there was close to 20 books or something in oh, that yeah. one. Oh, she's written many, 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 many of that, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was the last series that she was writing. Wow. Because it became so popular. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I heard also that, um, this is just what I heard, because I actually heard this through a, a podcast. I was just trying to find information about her, and I heard that in that series, the Witch World series, one of the main characters, she's a witch, and she actually has to use, uh, I think it's, she loses, there's something to go with the fact that if, if people find out her real name, she loses her power. So they were saying uh-huh. it was kind of similar to her writing under her pen name, like if they... She had to use this fake name to have more power to uh, in the marketplace, I guess, or something like that. Oh yeah, well yeah, if she, yeah. If she, yeah, if she didn't use the, uh, the male name, um, then the uh, boys. She figured boys wouldn't buy her books, and that's actually who she was writing for. Yeah. Were the so how boys? Mm-hmm. How did how did um you know her and when did when did you get start to get to know her better can you tell me some of that story or uh, we just uh, your grandma and i just knew her as <clears throat> aunt alice who who was uh well she was 16 years older than me so i never i always knew her as an adult and as a She became a child's librarian, children's librarian in Cleveland. And so every time we'd visit uh, Cleveland with our mom, um, uh, your your grandma and I, well, she'd always show us a lot of things that uh, she collected, uh, things from all over the world, different kinds of little dolls, characters, not great big dolls, but small dolls, and and she'd always give us a whole box of books. She'd send a whole box of books to our family every Christmas, and every birthday we'd get a box of books and um, children's books, and and um, she her her name M O W I E was a nickname that John gave her when he was a baby, and that stuck. Uh, with the whole family, all four of us kids, um, all, all, well, clear up until the time she moved to Florida. And then I started calling her Alice. I don't know when your grandma started calling her Alice, probably about then. And uh, she was always this nice aunt who's, who gave us interesting things and who always sent us big boxes of books and then she lived with us for one year when uh, I was in the 1940s when the war was on and uh, she came down from Ohio and lived with us in Maryland and she opened a a bookstore about three miles from our home in a town called Mount Rainier right on the border of Washington D.C. And I used to take the streetcar and and go in there and uh, just browse through her bookstore because I always loved books. And um, so I would go there and 
I thought that was fascinating, and I always wished I was old enough to work there with her. Uh, she was there for one year, and then she went back to Cleveland. And um, uh, she won one Christmas. I guess it was a Christmas. I don't know when it was, whether it was a Christmas. She lived with us or earlier. It might have been earlier. She gave your grandma and me a Ouija board, and we'd never seen one before. And Carol and I played it, and it worked. And we knew that wow. Carol was about six, and I guess I was about ten. And we both knew that we that we didn't put any pressure on that thing. And it worked, and that was fascinating because it spelled out an answer to whatever question we gave it. And then we never saw it again. And um, my mom was very upset, and she probably burnt it in the in the uh, wood uh, furnace because she did the wood furnace in the basement. Uh, and we never saw it again. And um, she she uh, she I just knew her as an aunt who was interesting, who had fascinating. Uh, things in her possession that people had sent her and she had uh, had from all over the world uh, little things, little dolls or, or or china or something. She always lived with her parents. She never got married. And uh, I never really knew her well. Um like John and Jane did. But then when she went down to Florida, when when, when our grandfather died, and then uh, Rami, our grandmother, and, uh, and Alice moved to Florida. And that's when your mom got to know her real well. And uh, different things went on in your... In, 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 I mean, I mean, uh, not your mom. <laughs> um, yeah, my... yeah. Uh, and then, and then, things started happening in in your grandma's house that were weird. And she, and when she told me, I knew they were satanic, and she knew they were satanic, but we never said so to each other. And uh, Alice had psychics come, and they were her friends, and they'd live with her for a time or visit her for several days. And and uh, then one time, those poltergeists got in there, and and uh, your fo- your grandparents had the the three things happen. One was the fire that started in the middle of the wall in their bedroom. And came your mm-hmm. your grandma can tell you about those three things. And it came up yeah. across the ceiling and dropped the ashes or the sparks uh, down, but the bed didn't catch on fire. But the floor it melted some of the floor, which was totally unnatural. And then when they were gone that time, and the um, ceiling over the over the dining table that collapsed, and they got oh, home, wow. and that whole ceiling had fallen out. And then there was uh, the tree outside of their bedroom, 
without any wind blowing, the whole tree collapsed. And uh, these are things that will happen in the world of the spirit when somebody's playing around with witchcraft and then when all those things fell off of Mark Griggs' bookcase except for Alice's book. And everything else oh, fell on the floor. I didn't hear about that. Uh, yeah. So I, I my dad, my dad says he remembers that very well. That the um, the metal bars that held up his bookcase were actually bent down, and yeah. everything had fallen down. Well, but yeah. Carol knew what all this was. She knew what it all was. In other words, she knew, she knew it was witchcraft, and she knew it was coming from Alice. And um, so one time, when she had enough of it. And there were other things, too. But one time she had enough of it. And she called me up and said she was coming out to see me. And because I, I, was, I received God's gift of spiritual discernment, and I was praying against Aunt Alice's work and her influence over our families. And uh, uh, so Carol came out to see me and... As soon as she started telling me that stuff again, and, and, and I, I just looked at her and I said, you know what to do. And she says, yes, I do. So she went in the room, back back in the bedroom, and, and she came against it in prayer and cast the devil out of the house, her house, and in the name of Jesus, and all the possessions that she had from Aunt Alice and and asked God to clean the house out spiritually. And then when they when she went back there, that Buddha statue was still there that that, that your grandpa yeah. Mark's dad had given him. And that's uh, that's of course an evil thing for Christians to have around. <laughs> and and then that thing that I don't know if you heard about how that happened, where they he finally got got it out and took it to his office, and he was going to put it in his office. Oh, he put it in the, I guess the in, in, down the entrance or something. And then one day he decided he didn't want it there anymore, and he was going to give it to a museum. And they went and loaded it in somebody's truck, and it fell all out of the truck and broke in pieces on the on the on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear. I did hear about that actually. Yeah, that's pretty pretty sad for them. Anyway, <laughs> all that so, and and uh, so so anyhow, um, one day I had I had uh, I hadn't I hadn't been back to Florida for a few years, but everybody tells me I don't change that I look the same. Mm-hmm. And I went back, and I said to Kristen, uh, I want to go. Aunt Alice had moved. Um, there was a big mess. We had we tried before this happened. We had tried to have a family reunion, and um, Aunt Alice was living in the front house there on their property, on your your grandparents' property. And uh, mm-hmm. um, 
our grandmother had already died because she and Alice had moved there. Our grandmother had already died, so Alice was living there by herself with whatever friends she got in. And uh, <coughs> so Carol and I decided that we wanted to do another family reunion and do it in Florida. And my brother had died. Yeah. And but his wife came and she and she stayed in Aunt Alice's house and she always thought Aunt Alice was nice because of course my brother did too and then my older sister had come and of course she always thought Aunt Alice was nice and um, then all my family came and Carol had all her family and oh I think we had my older sister's son and I don't remember if we have my my brother's kids or not older two older kids I'm not I don't remember anyway so some were living at Alice's and the rest were living at your grandparents house and by the time Bill and I got there with our four kids there'd been some kind of an argument and People were angry with each other. The group from Alice's house were angry at the group from Carol's house. And it stayed that way for the reunion, which was about three or four days, five days. And I went over and tried to talk to Alice and find out what was going on. And I told her something about her attitude because she was very angry about things and nobody talked to her the way I did um, I always liked her I loved her she was my aunt I was named after her we always got along but I saw what she was into what she was doing and mm-hmm. and I told her that it wasn't right I mean I was an adult I had a husband and two grown, four or four kids and and uh, so anyway, she didn't like what I was saying. And that turned out to be a mess as far as the whole family was concerned because of the friction, so we never had another reunion. But anyway, so then Alice, after a few years, she moved and built her own house in in uh, that next town down there. And uh, the house had cat's eyes on the top really? of it. Do you what? remember it? Did you ever see no. it? No. Well, the cat was her idol. She she um had six possessed cats at the time, <laughs> and they were her idols. <laughs> possessed <they> cats. Were, <laughs> I, as far as I I think they were all black. Um, oh, wow. Were they mean or something? Why were they possessed? Yes, they were mean, and she never let them out of the house. Uh-huh. And, and yes, and they all had spirits with them. Because she idolized, literally idolized, at this point in time, she literally idolized the cat because of the cat goddess, ancient Egyptian cat goddess called Bastet, B-A-S-T-E-T. And that's an ancient Egyptian goddess with the figure of a woman, and sometimes she has the head of a cat and sometimes the head of a cow. 
And that's the oh, one wow. that Alice idolized and and actually prayed to. Um, but she called it the power of good. And she actually had a statue of it in her place. Um, at one point in time... Uh, I was praying and I either phoned your mom, I guess I phoned her. Sometimes we talk by phone, sometimes we we do email, but I think I phoned her or something on this one. And I said, because they were having a lot of friction coming and she knew it was coming from Alice. Alice didn't like either your mom or me by this point because of the spirit. And um, I told her, I asked her if Alice was there, and she says she had gone somewhere, I guess it was, and she never went places, never, never. Uh, She never drove, and she never went places. But I think she had gone somewhere either over, might have been overnight for the first and probably the only time. And I think this is when they were still, she was still living on your folks' property, your grandparents' property. Mm -hmm. And I told her, Carol, I said, I want you to pray about it, but I believe you are to go and to get one of those cats and get rid of it. And she says, you're kidding. You pray about it, but I think that's what you are to do. And it's going to break a hold, a spiritual hold on your family. So what, what, I'm sorry to ask this interrupt or whatever. So what exactly was happening before that? Was there just like still weird oh. stuff going on? What sort of oh, hold oh, was, yeah. was there? Oh yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah. You could pin her down sometime. Um, I think she'll remember most everything. And uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of weird stuff was going on in their family. So was it um, once you got uh, once like the family uh, turned to Christianity was that one? So you said Aunt Alice was she just like casting spells against the family or something, or what? What was she? Hap- she happening? was actually a member of Wicca, W-I-C-C-A, which is uh-huh. a legal uh, witchcraft organization. It's it's legalized by our government uh-huh. and by Canada and by Great Britain, and these three nations know better because they've been christianized and they and these three nations have legalized wicca which is the official witchcraft organization okay which is one of and the reasons we have so many problems as a nation so when, nations. but because she was part of that did that i mean there was was i i'm just i'm just confused about what was going on was she like Actively casting spells against the family, or I okay. didn't. There is I, I, okay. Let me say it this way: the okay. devil, the devil imitates, copies, mm-hmm. um, impersonates anything he can 
that God does or gives to mankind. And okay. he does that as the angel of light. He does that uh, in ways that the body of Christ will accept and they think it's from God because it doesn't seem bad. It seems mm-hmm. okay. Or it's something like what they have seen Christian, other Christians do. And a lot yeah. of people who are not born again yet, um, they will accept some of this mess from the angel of light, Lucifer, uh, because they know Christians that, that have the same type of gifts. And one of them is tongues. Um, okay, yeah. Okay, it, and Alice had tongues. She had a gift of tongues. She was a member of Wicca. She oh. she was a, um, a private witch. There are covens, and then there are the individual witches that don't join covens. Uh, I know one of them out here. Um, and she told me, they, in fact, I know two, three of them. Um, they're, they're they're witches, yeah, but there's nothing wrong. They do only do they're good witches, and they only do good things. They're white witches, and they um, it's white witchcraft, and there's nothing wrong with it. And so they, a lot of them, they will have some of these gifts manifested, but they're not of God. And they can pray in tongues, but they're not the tongues that's the gift of God. And when they're doing it, they're putting curses because they don't know what they're saying. Yeah. And uh. Alice can do this, or could do, could do this, and she would think that she was just uh, saying things, um, talking to her power of good, which is what she called the spirit who led her. Um but no, she can be putting curses upon whoever they want you ah. to put curses on. And really so, when God was teaching me all of this at one point, He told me, and this was after this was after four members of my family had muscular dystrophy: John, Jane, uh, Gary, and and David. Um, two of that's uh, one of one of uh, John's boys, his oldest boy, and Jane's only boy, and John and Jane, because all four of them would not believe that dearly beloved Aunt Alice could do anything wicked, and they would not pray against it, and I wrote to them all. When God was showing me all of this, and I wrote to your mom too, and and I told them that she was a, a, a member of Wicca, that she was praying in tongues and putting curses on our families, and that muscular dystrophy was a curse, and to for them to come pray against it, come against it in the name of Jesus. They were all Christians, and and I believed they could be healed. And they all said they didn't believe me because Aunt Alice was so kind and so nice. Hmm. And they all died. Wow. But they're all in heaven. Those four are in heaven. Yeah. And that's what happens to a lot of times to people. 
but your uh, your grandma your grandma believed me, and she and I uh, continued to take authority over the spirits that were with Aunt Alice. Well, okay, at one point, like I was saying, I said, "Yeah, you're to get one of her caps. Yeah, God will lead you when she isn't home." Okay, now she always was home. And so Carol said, you know, that, well, this, she doesn't know how this could ever happen because she never, she didn't drive and she never went anywhere. But this one day she did. Surprise, surprise. So Carol, she got a, what did she get, a sack or a cage? I don't know, it might have been a cage or something. And she went over there and she got one of the meanest ones, I guess. And put him in that cage. Did she ever tell you about that? I think she might have told me this before. I'm not sure. And she That's didn't know what to do with it. But she started driving, and it was nighttime. And she started driving, and I don't know where she went, but she went away from the town and city. And I told her she had to drown it. <laughs> And she didn't want to drown it because she loves animals. <laughs> and she kept driving and driving and driving, and then she knew she had to do it. She knew she had to get rid of it. <laughs> so she picked it. It was dark night, and she was in a woods or something somewhere. But she wasn't going to drown it. So she stopped her car, and she picked up that cage... And she threw it, and she heard a big splash. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and she came home. <laughs> I think she has told me that before. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, that story is amazing. Now, what that did in the spirit was break a hold <laughs> that Alice had on that family through deception. <laughs> Now, Alice came home and never knew what happened to that cat. (laughs) I told Carol, don't tell her. Don't tell her because she'll just be angry and she'll put a curse on you. Anyway, so then then Alice goes and she moves into Winter Park. That's where it was. She moved into Winter Park, but she built her own house. And she built it one floor but with cat's eyes on the top, uh, underneath the roof that looked out onto the street. And so when you're looking at the house from the outside and the front, you see these two cat-shaped eyes. Huh. It really is weird. That, that's weird, yeah. And I don't Were know they... if the house is still there or not. But she built it next door to her psychiatrist's house. Okay. And that's where she was doing, she did a lot of her witch world writing there. Okay, one year, this was the last time I saw her. One year, I said, I'm coming out, and I can't remember what brought me out there, whether somebody had died in Maryland or... or Pennsylvania, I don't remember what it was. Anyway, I was by myself. So I went out and I went to visit your your grandparents. And I said to Kristen, 
will you please drive me into Winter Park to Aunt Alice's house? She says, why? I said, I just want to visit her and I want to see that house. Well, okay. So I hadn't seen her for maybe five or six years. And everybody told me I didn't look any different. So Kristen drove me, and we sat across the street, and I looked at that house with those cat's eyes. Kristen says, do we have to go over? And I said, yes. And, okay. So we got out of the car and walked across the street, and Kristen knocked on her front door, and she had a... She had brought a, a book that she had borrowed from Aunt Alice, a children's book. It wasn't a witchcraft book. And she and Alice came to the door and looked at us both. We were standing there, and she smiled. And Kristen says, "I came, I came to return this book. Thank you." And Alice says, "Oh, won't you come in?" So she invited us into this house. And we sat there. I guess we were there about an hour. And in the in the during that hour, she sat there and she told us all about her plans. That Kristen and Carol didn't know anything about them, and of course I'd never heard about them. About her going to move to Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and open up a place across the road from the college for the students to be able to come over. And and take classes from her and learn how okay. to write. Okay. And she was going to have her library there. Well, of course, her library is full of all kinds of witchcraft stuff, books. And then she was going to build a, a place up on the hill because this place came from the, with a hill. And she was going to build a place there called High Hallock. H-A-L-L-A-C-H, which is a name in witchcraft. And she was going to teach people uh, whatever it is they they were interested in learning. And she had uh, two friends that were coming with her. Uh, I think it was a man and a woman. They weren't married, but they were her admirers, and they were going to come with her and help her set all this up. Now, she went on teaching, telling, sharing all this with Kristen and me. And then she says, and, and I would speak, I, I would ask her questions and 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 all. And uh, she had her, she had all her cats there, and I had to keep praying because they get way up high, sitting up above the window sills and stuff, the windows and stuff, and looking at me like they wanted to jump on me, which I knew they did. <laughs> And I was praying against them and binding the spirits that were with them so they couldn't do it. And one of them did it, but he instead of landing on me, he landed on the floor beside my chair and then <laughs> ran away. Anyway, so then at one point, she said to me, would you like to see my office? And I said, yes, thank you. And so she took Kristen and me back to her office that's where she had some of her original copies of the original books that she'd written. And and she had her desk and and uh, some old things there and she was explaining all of this to us and and uh 
Then after a while, uh, Kristen said we had to be getting back. And uh, she says, well, she, she thanked us very much for coming, and we thanked her for showing us around. And we left. Well, the next day, Carol got a phone call. Now, I was staying at Carol's house. Carol got a phone call from from the Christian black lady who cleans Aunt Alice's house, and she knows both me and Carol because okay. she cleaned Aunt Alice's house when when they lived she lived on on uh, your grandparents' property, and okay. she she wanted to speak to me. And I hadn't seen her for many years. And so I got on the phone, and she started ripping me up one side and down the other for for how I treated Aunt Alice. And I said, what? What are you talking about? She says, well, she, she was so upset when she found out that you were here. I says, what are you talking about? Apparently, Alice did not recognize me. And that's why she told us all about her plans. And that's why she showed us her office, because Kristen had told me. She says, when we left Alice's house, she says, well, that's a first. She says, I've never seen her, her office. She never shows it to any of us. And I've never, none of us have ever heard her plans to move to Murfreesboro. But she thought I was a fan, and Kristen had brought a fan. Oh, wow. I said, thank you, Lord, (laughs) because now we can pray against it. Yeah. So what were you praying against exactly? Just her plan to go up and build that city or or whatever, that that high hallock? Pardon? What did you say that again? Oh, so what? So what were you? What did you end up praying against? The were you praying against her to against her building High Hallett, that place and setting and and being able to teach the college students. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a question about that when you mentioned that because you said she was is college students, but you said that she wanted to teach them to to read, right? No, so, to 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 be an author to write. Oh, to write, to write. Okay. Oh, okay, oh to yeah. Be, to authors. Okay. Yeah, how to be an author. Okay. I was at first when you mentioned that I didn't. I I don't know where my mind went, and I thought maybe she was wanting to teach children, but so was the college. Oh, she wanted to teach the college okay. students how to write. I yeah. see. Okay, so you were praying against that. Well, she okay. was. A, wow, she's a very famous in science fiction world. She's very famous. Oh yeah. She she has received many awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've made um, movies off of her books. That's why I wanted to talk to you and learn more about her also because um, almost I can mention Andre Norton to almost anybody and almost everybody knows who she is except for me. And I'm like, well, I'm related to her and I don't even know anything about her really. But her, no, yeah, she's, she's very she's popular. She's very famous in the science fiction world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did she have ever build that? High Halleck or the teach the uh, students to write. She got the she got the um, uh, 
library um, thing done, mm-hmm. and she, her two friends were going to supervise the building a high hallock, and they got into a big argument and split, and it never was built. Huh. <laughs> and then uh, a few years went by, but she never, she never did get going with uh, teaching the students, and she just had her her fans, her admirers come over, and um, uh, then she got she was uh, she was she was old when she did all of this stuff. Um, then she got heart failure, and she died at ninety three of, wow. of heart failure. She had to. She got into a wheelchair. Then I don't. I can't remember how many years she had. She had the her place across um, with her with her library and stuff. I, I can't remember how many uh-huh. years she had that. And uh, but it never took off like she wanted it to. And then she got uh, heart failure and had to be in a wheelchair. And then she had to go live with a friend of hers an admirer, and then she died at 93. Was she was she um, a witch and in w- Wicca until she died, basically? Yeah, yeah, she was oh, a okay. witch. Yeah, yeah. Wow. and then she left everything. Carol and I did not want anything to do with her, and we didn't want, we didn't try to be friends with her. We didn't want any of her money. We wanted nothing. So we mm-hmm. put the distance in there. And, uh, yeah. in fact, I wrote, before she moved to Tennessee, um, I was praying for her and against this mess one day, and the Lord told me to write to her and tell her about salvation, although I knew she knew it because she was brought up in the Baptist church, Baptist and Presbyterian church, and her parents and her sister, who was our mom, where they were all born again Christians, and I knew she knew about it, and uh, but I wrote her, and frankly, I told her she was going to go to hell if she didn't repent, and I said she had to renounce the witchcraft and accept salvation from the one true God, Jesus Christ, and uh, I told her I was praying for her. And then I hoped mm-hmm. that she would. And she wrote back. And the first thing she said was, I don't know why I'm writing this letter. She said, I would, I would never, I never intended to write it. But she says, I want you to know, poor dear. She says, you're going just the way your mother did. Your mother just lost her mind. Oh, my mother was mm-hmm. a born-again Christian. Yeah. And she says, she says, I pray to my power, of, to the power of good for you because you're going to end up just like your mother. Uh. And, I, and I said, thank you, God, that you had her write this letter because I know she read it. I know she read mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did um, what did she believe? What did she? Oh, she I believed somewhere... in reincarnation. She, okay. When she was about. Uh, oh, 20 or so, I guess. 
she went to New York City, and she went to a fortune teller. And the fortune teller told her that she was reincarnated from a Chinese princess, and she named the dynasty that she had been in as a Chinese princess. Well, that just made Alice feel wonderful, and she held on to that. And then she was told that through the years that there had been some good reincarnations and some that weren't so good. And now, well, it's sad. She's in with one with a whole family of Christians, and that's actually the most difficult kind to be in. But when she got through, if she did a good job and was patient, then she would have a much better one next time. Okay. <laughs> so she believed she believed she would come back as a person, another person. Yeah, she's I, been I, reincarnated okay. many times, many times. Yeah, that's what, all you do. But the okay. but she wrote of other worlds, and she believed uh-huh. that animals. Uh, you're a lot of times people who are reincarnationists believe that some of your incarnations are when you're in the form of an animal or a bird. And, okay. Uh, yeah. And she she sincerely believed that cats were the highest, uh, greatest incarnation, and much they were much kinder than humans. Oh. They were oh much goodness. more intelligent than humans, and that she was going to come back as as a, as a cat in another dimension. Yeah, they were going cats. to rule and reign over the humans in another dimension. <laughs> I might have to disagree with that one. I haven't met too many nice cats. You what? <laughs> I said I might have to disagree with that one. I've not met very many nice cats or intelligent ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this was this was she sincerely she sincerely believed all of this. Well, yeah. Well, maybe she became a Christian instead of being No, a cat. I don't believe she did. I'm sorry, but I don't believe yeah. she did. But uh yeah. that was her choice. I know she had opportunities. She was like I say, she was taken to church clear until she was grown up and then she she had a, she lived with her christian mother my grandmother was a was a strong believer and she was raised with a uh, christian mother and father and sister and in fact her mother lived with her all the way through oh, my grandma died when uh, at, at 95 years old and she's the one that came to alice uh, with alice to uh florida and she lived there in the house in front of carol and mark until she died, and she died at home, and Alice was with her when she died. And uh, oh. she she saw her. She saw she saw my grandmother rise up in bed and get this big smile on her face, and then die. Oh, oh wow! And she and she knew she knew that she didn't go to a bad place. Wow! So. Anyway, I'm just saying uh, it's not that she didn't know. It's not that she she didn't understand. She just decided. Yeah. She told me. She told me in that letter. She said, she said, I don't want a God who would create hell. 
She said, I want the power of good. Hmm. Well, she yeah, told me think, that. Yeah, a lot of people, I think, use that same argument, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. they do, yeah. and they're making a choice. Mm-hmm. Yep, they believe yeah. the lie that there's another place, a third place. <laughs> yep. Well, anyway. we have this cat at my parents' house, and this cat won't seem to die, so maybe it's really Aunt Alice. Maybe she came back as that cat, because it's been through quite a bit, and it's still kicking it. I'm just joking. What is this but... you're saying? <laughs> I was just joking. I was... Oh. oh. <laughs> um, I have another question, though. Um, back to the... I can let you go, though. Sorry, in a minute. I was going to ask you before I let you go, what, what, do you know what hyalic is? Is that a snake? I'll say, or, say what, that again. Do you? What exactly was hyalic that she was trying to build? Was it a it's, city? It's a, it's a place where you can learn witchcraft. So it's kind of, oh, like a town for witches, basically, or something? It was, or it was, was it? A, no, that's the name she gave that building, that, that oh, thing okay. that she was teaching. Just anyway, okay, she died. She died. Oh, I don't remember. Two thousand four, three or four, something like that. And then just this year, around January, um, I watch internet and st- I don't have uh, televisions. I turned that off when my husband got real sick, um, and I stopped all that. So, but I use internet, and I would turn it on. To, and it's the first time I'd ever seen it. Uh, it was uh, on a Sunday afternoon, I think, to a pastor in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You know, that's the town that that Alice was in, and also that's the town, the college that she was interested in influencing, is where Donis went. Okay, your aunt. Yeah, your aunt Donis. Okay, mm-hmm. and so here was this this pastor in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and I listened to him, and I've been listening to him ever since. Um, and he's excellent, as far as I can see, in his teaching because he is he is spirit filled, and he's also very much aware of how Satan is working, and he's teaching people discernment and he's teaching them about having the right attitude towards things going on today and I thought thank you Lord because I just in my mind I picture he's been doing this now for quite a few years and it's called the world something or other church and it's huge Apparently they got about five sanctuaries there in the one location. Oh wow! It's a huge place, but he's right on with everything he's saying concerning today and concerning discernment and and concerning the Lord. And I thought, thank you, God. It's like you put in someone to counteract anything spiritual that Aunt Alice accomplished. Wow! Because he's especially appealing to young people. As well yeah. as families, very much families. Cool. So I was cool. very thankful about that. What's the pastor's name? Do you know? 
Jackson is his last name. Okay. J A C K S O N and in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Yeah. Okay. I'll try to look for that. Yeah, it's worth. Okay. He's worth listening to. Yeah. Cool. So. All right. Uh, well, okay. Well, I appreciate your asking me questions. Yeah, I'd love to talk to you more. I mean, if you and if you want to share more stories about and Alice or about your personal life too, I could call you some more and you could share your story about how I don't know, just growing up and stuff and if you got any more fun stories. The cat story was great. <laughs> about surrounding the cat. That's a, that's a fun story. Well, you'd sort of have to ask me because uh, I don't I remember when people ask me, but otherwise I don't know what I've told you or what I haven't or what you'd be interested in. Ask me any questions you want. Okay. All right. I can I can do that. I'll um I'll probably use your email. Do you say that's usually the best way to get in touch with you or Sure, that's fine. Okay. If you I'll, wanna I'll do typing do... sometime, that's fine too. That would be a lot of fun. I'll have to look into setting that up on my computer. I don't have it on my current computer. I had it on my old one. Um oh, okay. I think I have um what's that other one people are using? Um I can't remember. Zoom. I have Zoom on my computer. Zoom, yeah, yeah. But but I can try to get Skype because I think I probably should get Skype also. Um, Okay. And that would be fun. Okay, yeah, yeah, like I say, I do it with Samantha and that's fun. Okay. She does it from her house and I do it from my my house, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, it was great talking to you, Mary. Well, thank you, and I'm a, I appreciate your calling me. I, it's nice I can get acquainted with you all over again. <laughs> yeah, I've only seen you a couple times. Yeah, I know. Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe I can see you again sometime soon. I don't know. Is okay, it, you're, you're it, yeah, always welcome here. I still live alone. Oh, that'd be wonderful. Montana is beautiful. So. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have yeah. a great day. Thank you again. Okay. God bless you, honey. Thank you. God bless you, too. Bye-bye.